welcome back to another Daily Walk. And today we're going to talk about God and how he speaks to us and a little bit about how he doesn't. Let's go ahead and get a few things out of the way first that are kind of peripheral to what we're talking about, but not directly related. Just for completeness and just to, to mention a few things that I'm not going to talk about here that are worthy of discussing. First, there is the view that God does not speak at all in any way except the scriptures. And I would generally reject that premise. Now, God is also, though, not running around dishing out prophecy after prophecy after prophecy like the entirety of history is simply God throwing out prophecies. Even in the Bible, prophecies were fairly rare. And so we have to adjust for that. All right. And, um, of course, the one view would say that um, that you got to wait to hear from God directly. Another view would say nothing that you perceive as of coming from God is actually really from God. We have to account for these items, which we're not going to talk about here. Now, of course, the one view would be pure dispensationalism. The days of the prophets are over. We have the Holy Bible. And now having the Holy Bible, um, there are no prophecies at all. Now, second point is that no prophecy that is given today adds to the revelation of Scripture. The, the Scripture revelation, as it is revealed for the completeness of the function of the church, is done. But what we will say is that God will speak in some prophetic tones to some people for some very specific things in their life. Now, I talked about this in a whole chapter delineated in my book, Half My Life, which is a testimony book, but I talked about this because it's a big thing in the Christian life. And like many people, I myself had some crazy woman who had a prophecy from God for me, and it ended up not being true. And so let's talk about my bad prophecy first and how this was going to relate to the scriptures and how we should let God be the one speaking to us, not other people. All right. So I was out teaching and uh, when I was teaching, we were really busy. It was the first year I was directing the chemistry department there. I'm working on rebuilding all the labs. I'm working on basically rebuilding the entire program, which was killed by the previous guy. I'm like busy left, right and center. But I go to this uh, church service. I think it was a Wednesday night church service. And the ladies had just come back from this um, uh, <clears throat> women's retreat. And coming back from this women's retreat, of course, if you've been around churches long enough, you know that when ladies come back to their women's retreat and report to the congregation, there are a lot of tears flowing. And so I was sitting near the front, so I grabbed this box of tissues and I walked up to the ladies and they're passing out these tissues. And at the end of this, the old matriarch of the church, this is the old grandmother, you know, the one loved and respected by all. God just gave me a vision, she says. I am to have a singles party at my house on Saturday night. If you're between 20 and 30 and you're single, you need to come. This is a message from God. I'm like, yeah, interesting. So I go about my day because I don't care. And, um, 
you know, if I want to find a lady, I think that uh, uh, God's capable of doing that. <laughs> and uh, so the next day, it's Thursday, and uh, I'm in a lab. I think I'm in organic chemistry lab in the morning. And um, she calls me up. Hey, when God gave me this vision, I was thinking of you. This is a singles party to find you a wife. Yeah. And so I said to her, I said, lady, I don't know exactly who you're talking to, but it's not God. And I said, let me explain. You see, my Saturdays are generally very open. Completely open, in fact. Like, I don't have really any plans. With one sole exception. This Saturday is the only time I have actually had something on the calendar since the beginning of the year. So what was that item? Well, as I said, I was rebuilding the chemistry department. And uh, we had an online chemistry class. And somebody else taught the course but they didn't have a way to do chemistry labs online. And so one weekend or two, depending on how far we got on the first one, on one weekend, we would bring everybody in and do as many labs as we could. And in the email chain, and I was running those labs, uh, somebody else did lectures, I did the labs for this because, hey, I'm the one with the keys to the chemistry department. And so all the students come in and they decide that they're going to work morning, evening, night. We're going to finish all 12 labs in one weekend because this is Wyoming in the wintertime and people did not want to drive the toy thing twice. <laughs> and so they got into town. We worked it the entire week. We pushed, we probably pushed 30, 40 hours just over the weekend, however it's possible. Um, and we finished all these labs and it was great. So we get down to the bottom here and this lady calls me up and is like hey you need to come to this I said this is the only time that I actually had something on my calendar God knew that too by the way so I don't know who you're talking to but it ain't Jesus and that's a kind of a long fun story to explain that you know what there's a lot of people that profess to have a, a message from God for you and they probably don't and this is going to bring us to our text I'm not going to read it here. I'm going to ask you to read it yourself, but I'm going to explain what happens. It's the entirety of 1 Kings chapter 13. There is a man of God who comes to Judea, and this is one of the first early prophets about coming destruction because this is the very time when the kingdom is starting to become divided, when the people are turning away from God. Okay? And so he comes in and he delivers a message. And uh, forgive me, I think the king was Rehoboam. He delivers this message of judgment and he points his finger and says, seize him. And then his hand withered away. <laughs> That's bad. This is bad. Houston, bad. So the, guy's like, the king's like, let him go, let him go. Pray for God for me. So he says, fine. Pray for God. His hand is restored. Whoa. My hand, it's back. He says, come to eat dinner with me. And the prophet says, no, I cannot. I was warned, do not stop in the land, do not eat in the land, and do not return the way in which I came. And so the prophet went away. 
Now there's another man who was a shyster. He was the old grandma of the church, as it were. And he comes to the man and says, come by my way, eat dinner with me, and then you can proceed. And the guy says, I can't. God gave me the message. The message God gave me is to come into the land, preach my message, don't stop, don't eat, and leave a different way. But the man, lying like an old grandma, says, I'm also a prophet, and God told me to get you and bring you back. Now, at this point in time, this young new prophet, he can either continue following God in the message that God directly gave him, or he can take this other guy's word for it on nothing more than this guy's word that he's a prophet. So he returns back to the old shyster, and he goes apparently to the singles dinner, and God says, you did not obey me. And he leaves the man's house, and he's mauled by a lion, who didn't need his body, just killed him. And um, then the prophet, the uh, shyster guy, old grandma of the church, goes and gets the prophet and buries him in his own tomb because they're like, oh my God, what happened to the prophet? Yeah, that's what happens if you don't follow God. So what's the point of all this? God may very well have a message for you. He may very well be prophetic. Now, if you receive what you believe is a prophecy from God, it is going to edify yourself or, and or other believers. It's going to be in complete alignment with the scriptures. Nothing he's going to say. If you have a message from God that says divorce your wife and go live with your mistress, that is not from God. <laughs> that is explicitly forbidden in the scriptures. Okay? Um, it is going to be something that is unique to you or the circumstances that you present yourselves into, and it's going to lead to the final edification of God in all matters. Okay, so this young prophet chose to listen to somebody else instead of listening to himself, to the message that God directly gave him, and he paid for it with his life. And so the final principle here, the final point, is that God may very well be speaking to you today. Test the scriptures to see if it is true. And if God does happen to be speaking with you, then do what he says and don't listen to other people who claim to have a message from God for you, which is contrary to what you think that you have heard. This is how God works in modern day prophecy. And it is extraordinarily rare. It's, he's not running around dishing out prophecies. It is rare. So anyway, you can have a look at that book I mentioned, Half My Life, and my other books at rwalkingchrist.com slash books. Have a look at the newsletter over there. I send that out first week of the month. It'll have information about the current books we're working on, uh, some details about some of the messages that you might have missed, and uh, some other things in that newsletter as well. So thanks for watching, everybody, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.